الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما كان الله ليعذبهم وأنت فيهم وما كان الله معذبهم وهم يستغفرون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لزم الاستغفار جعل الله له من كل ضيق مخرجا ومن كل هم فرجا ورزقه من حيث لا يحتسب او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسبحان الله الكريم بذكر الله you would have heard the statement on many occasions to come back to basics in many things we talk about coming back to basics person sometimes wants to engage in some very high flying things that might be very well will be in its place also in many cases but often we forget the basics and therefore from time to time we have to revise the basics so that this is something that remains with us and is not neglected then there are some basics which are so fundamental that they serve as a foundation so whatever then comes actually sits on that foundation so neglecting that is neglecting the foundation So this is something that we have to look into that what are the basics that we have been taught in deen there are many basics but among those various things that are of a basic level very elementary level and which don't take any effort hardly any time but have tremendous benefit one of those aspects is discussed in this ayat of the quran sharif that was recited Allah تبارك وتعالى says to Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم وما كان الله ليعذبهم وانت فيهم وما كان الله معذبهم وهم يستغفرون Allah تعالى says to Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم first part of the ayat is Allah تعالى will not bring upon them the kafar the disbelievers an overwhelming punishment a punishment that uproots somebody totally entire community gets destroyed allah taala won't bring such a punishment on them as long as you are present the many nations that had passed before rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the people of samud and the people of nuh alaihi salatu wasalam the people of lut alaihi salatu wasalam the various nations that had passed the people of shaib alayhi salatu wasalam after they had persisted in their ill deeds in their sins a time came when the punishment of allah taala came and totally destroyed every disbeliever on the earth time of noah alayhi salatu wasalam the punishment of allah taala finally came in the form of those floods only those who were saved who had iman who were on the ark of noah alayhi salatu wasalam when the punishment came at the time 
on the people of Lut alayhi salatu wasalam, only those who Allah Ta'ala had stayed with, those who he was asked to take along with him and leave the place, those who had iman. So overnight they left, and as they had gone out, and left that place, left the town, Azab of Allah Ta'ala came, and every single one was destroyed. Not one was left, was saved. Likewise, the people of Samud, the people of Shaybar Salaam, same thing happened. Allah Ta'ala is referring to this particular situation, that that kind of punishment which totally wipes out every single disbeliever, every single wrongdoer, out of the barakat of the presence of Rasulullah that his Mubarak presence was of such a great level that Allah Ta'ala out of his grace and mercy due to the presence of Nabi Wasallam, is giving this promise, giving this guarantee that Allah Ta'ala will not bring about such a punishment. So this was the first thing. Now equating to that, so one is the presence of Rasulullah Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala says that together with this, there's another one more thing. Uh, the presence of Rasulullah was for a limited period in dunya. After Nubuat, he was in dunya for 23 years, and then Allah Ta'ala took him away from dunya. So this guarantee of the azab of Allah Ta'ala being, or not overwhelming azab not coming, that aspect obviously is not going to remain forever. With the passing on of Rasulullah that went on. Allah Ta'ala says, وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ Allah Ta'ala will not bring upon them a punishment that will wipe out everyone. As long as they are also making istighfar. Who is making istighfar? Who is seeking forgiveness? Here the initial reference is to the disbelievers. That when they used to make tawaf, in that time, the disbelievers, in Makkah Mukarramah, this ayat was revealed, Makkah Mukarramah at that time, even the disbelievers used to come, and they used to make tawaf also. From the times of Jahiliyyah, this was carrying on. And while they used to make tawaf, they didn't believe in Allah Ta'ala as being the sole creator, sustainer, as the only one worthy of worship. They were ascribing numerous partners, they were committing shirk. But despite all that, when they would make tawaf, they would say, Hufranak. They would keep repeating, Hufranak. Oh Allah, forgive us. Now their shirk obviously took them out of any salvation. After a person leaves dunya, if a person has left the dunya without iman, the person was a mushrik, the person was a disbeliever, there is no salvation in the But in terms of dunya, Allah Ta'ala says that as long as they are still seeking forgiveness, that forgiveness is such a great thing. That seeking of forgiveness is such a great thing that it will save them from the punishment of dunya. It will save them from the punishment coming upon them in dunya. Upon who? Even the disbelievers. What kind of punishment? Not the individual punishments. That is not what is being referred to. Small punishments, individual punishments that carried on. But the kind of punishment that came on the previous nations, every single one was wiped out. The burqas of istighfar became a barrier for them. So when this istighfar, the Mufassirin explained that إِذَا كَانَ يَنْفَعُ الْكُفَّارِ istighfar إِذَا كَانَ يَنْفَعُ الْكُفَّارِ When this istighfar will benefit even a disbeliever, meaning to the extent of dunya only. And in this regard, 
Why will this istighfar not be of benefit to a mu'min, to a believer? Somebody who is submitting himself to Allah Ta'ala. And he's trying to be an obedient servant of Allah Ta'ala. And he's slipping somewhere, he made some mistakes. And he's now making istighfar. Why will this istighfar benefit him? It will certainly benefit him. But this is among those basic things that we've forgotten. They're coming back to basics, as we said at the beginning. The day passes... How many times do we make istighfar? And yet such a fundamental thing, such a great thing, that on the one side, Ali used to address people and say to them, Allah Ta'ala gave the guarantee of being saved from his punishment upon two things. One was upon the presence of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He says, that is now no more. And the other is, we still have it. We have istighfar with us. But we are neglecting it, refraining from it. Whereas this is also something Allah Ta'ala has side by side with the barakat of the presence of Rasulullah Sallallahu Allah Ta'ala says if they make istighfar, they sincerely repent, keep seeking forgiveness. I will save them from an overwhelming and annihilating punishment. What a great thing this is. And this is that great amal which Nuhan such a great Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. He is Pleading with his people. And Allah Ta'ala relates this in the Quran Sharif, has preserved this verse in the Quran Sharif for us to take a lesson also. Holy Salam is saying to Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, I pleaded with them that seek forgiveness from your Rabb, make istighfar. He is most forgiving. And what will be the result of this? Constant istighfar, the sincere and deep istighfar, yursilis sama'a alaykum midrara. That the benefit will come to the dunya also. And what will be the form of this benefit? One aspect of this benefit will be that the showers of rains will come down. Yursilis sama'a alaykum midrara. The halat and conditions that prevail, this is due to our actions. The positive conditions come through positive actions. Like we are being told in the side of the Quran Sharif. Sincere istighfar will bring, now a person is seeking forgiveness for his sins, and the sins of people are getting forgiven. And this will bring down the rahmat of Allah. And what we understand from the opposite is, that sins become a barrier from the rahmat coming down. When a community becomes involved in various sins, and among them especially the aspect of zakat not being discharged properly, which has been specifically mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, that when a people will withhold their zakat, Allah Ta'ala will withhold the rains. So sometimes a person is discharging zakat, he feels he's discharging it, but he's not going about it in the correct way. He hasn't found out what is the proper manner of calculating his zakat. He hasn't found out how he should be discharging it. As a result, he is thinking he has done his obligation, whereas because of the lack of knowledge and not having found out, he is miscalculating and he is short paying. And this has happened very often that a person was sincerely trying to fulfill his duty. In passing, he asked one question, he realized he was short paying a great deal. 
Somebody was paying zakat. Every 28th February he was calculating something and paying zakat February to February. Now February to February he is calculating his zakat because he does his stock on that day and therefore he is calculating his zakat. But the effect of this is that every 30 years, in a 30 year cycle, a person will have short paid for one whole year. Because the zakat is to be calculated on the lunar months, not the solar months. So now every year, the lunar year is 10 days shorter than the solar year. And then it's not just an arbitrary day that a person decides on that day I'll calculate my zakat. It is a very specific day. Now this is something, the details of which we should refer to the Allah and find out that the day a person became the owner of Nisab. Now these are all technical details which is not appropriate to discuss at this stage. But the point is to, for us to understand is that there are many intricate details involved. And a person needs to check whether he is doing it correctly. If he is not doing it correctly on that particular day that he should be calculating it. It can make a huge difference. A person today can calculate what his zakat liability is and it might be that he is liable for 10,000. And had he done it yesterday, perhaps he would have been liable for 100,000. But it happened that yesterday he bought something and he paid for it cash. He bought on car and he paid that amount cash or house or whatever he paid for it cash. Now today he's counting, calculating. So already what he paid out is no more in his possession. He bought a house. The house is not zakatable. So he's not adding that into his zakatable assets. But yesterday he had that amount in cash. It was a zakatable asset. And yesterday was his zakat date. Now yesterday was his zakat date, he had 2 million in cash. Whatever amount he had in cash, he spent it yesterday. And today he's calculating, he says, well that is now a house now, or a property, whatever I bought, not zakatable, so I'm not liable for zakat on that. Meanwhile, yesterday was his date. Now he short paid so much. So sometimes Allah forbid a person is not even concerned about paying his zakat. And sometimes a person is paying, but he is not careful. He is not going about it having found out from Allah Ma'ikiram, what is the procedure, how do I go about this? So what we understand from this ayat is, on the one side, that good amal, istighfar, and other amal, obviously the bottom, the very basic is the faraiz. Those obligations and the compulsory aspects of deen, the five times salah, and all the other various ibadats, and together with that, whatever is wajib. Over and above that, all the righteous actions, the sunnah e and all the other righteous actions, all these actions bring about these good deeds, they bring about positive conditions. Nuri Salatu Salam is mentioning the same thing. Allah Ta'ala will bring down the showers of the rains. Allah Ta'ala will grant you wealth, grant you progeny and offspring. Allah Ta'ala will give you lush gardens. Allow those rivers to flow strongly. So basically all the benefits of dunya that you look forward to. The burden in your risk that you look forward to. All this is being brought down to what? To this istighfar. The sincere deep repentance coming back to Allah wa ta'ala. And it is this 
So, Nuhali Salatu Salaam, such a great Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, 950 years, he is giving dawah and inviting people towards Allah Ta'ala. And after the 950 years, he is now, this is the lessons that he gave them in this time. That turn to Allah Ta'ala and repent, sincerely ask Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness. So likewise, in the hadith we find Rasulullah also gave the same lesson of istighfar. Sometimes this thought comes, but is this something that is so important? Whatever Rasulullah thought, it might be outwardly the smallest action. For example, it might be merely, in our words we say merely, merely how a person drink something. So how he drinks something, how he takes it in the right hand and he drinks it with three sips. Now in our sight this is something this, by the way, that one action, doing it in the way that Nabi Sallallahu thought, that is worth more than this whole universe. It's worth more than this whole universe if we knew what is the value of it. That one amal, that one sunnah, that one adab, that one mustahab is worth more than this universe. Now what about that action which Rasulullah emphasized? One is something which he thought every such action is so valuable. But what about that action which he emphasized? And in the hadith Nabi Islam says, Man lazimal istighfar. So this is an emphasis coming in. That the one who will hold fast onto istighfar repeatedly. In another hadith, Nabi Sallallahu gives this in another form. The form of a black hiding. Tuba. Liman wadiyada fi sahifatihi istighfaran kathira. Black hiding to that person. On the day of Qiyamah, he finds excessive istighfar in his good deeds. In his book of deeds. So now this is actually an emphasis. That be very, very conscious of making istighfar repeatedly. Because you'll find the benefit of this on the day of Qiyamah. When Nabi Islam says, glad tidings to him, what more can he want? <laughs> so, the emphasis Nabi Islam is placing, and that too for our benefit. That man lazim al-istighfar. The one who will hold on to this istighfar, meaning regularly, repeatedly, constantly. And now how difficult is this istighfar? A person is driving, a person is walking, a person is busy with his work. Every now and again, a few times, five times, ten times, every few minutes, he is reciting istighfar, astaghfirullah. That is the shortest formula of istighfar. There are many more lengthier formulas of istighfar. But the shortest formula of istighfar, Rabbi khfirli, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, in the depth of his heart. Now this is that istighfar which he is holding on to. So Nabi Islam says, the person who is very, very adherent to this istighfar, Repeatedly, from the depth of his heart, sincerely. What will be the effect of this? From every difficulty, Allah Ta'ala will give him a solution. From every difficulty, Allah Ta'ala will give him a solution. Now what is he doing? He's coming back to Allah Ta'ala. So this is the lesson. If you want a solution, you have to come back to Allah Ta'ala. What is istighfar? But in entirety to come to Allah Ta'ala. Unfortunately, 
Shaitan takes us for solutions to where the problem is. A person is looking for something. He's feeling very hot and he wants to cool himself. So to cool himself now, he has to go to an air-conditioned room, drink something cool. But now in order to cool himself, Shaitan puts the deception over his eyes, blindfolds him and takes him into the fire. That this is where you get coolness. Now how foolish would that be? That a person who is looking to get cooled down, he is going into a heated room. A person has a difficulty. So that difficulty, the solution is coming back to Allah. Where Shaitan takes him? Shaitan takes him to the bank manager. Where he will be dishing out the lanat of Allah. So he will now involve himself in interest. And he's looking for a solution to his problem. So, Nabi Islam is saying the solution is not in these things. The solution is coming back to Allah. Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution out of every problem. That deep, sincere and dedicated istighfar. Repeatedly from the depth of the heart. And وَمِن كُلِّ هَمِّن فَرَجَ From every grief, Allah Ta'ala will give him relief. That hum, hum is that word in Arabic which refers to الْغَمُّ الَّذِي يُذِيبُ insan. That kind of grief and worry etc. that actually melts a person away. With the constant istighfar, Allah Ta'ala will bring a way out of that difficulty for him. وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ Allah Ta'ala will grant him rizq from sources that he cannot even imagine. Now this is everybody's concern. And 24-7, this is what is a person <coughs> occupying his heart and mind. Nabi Islam is saying, Allah Ta'ala will grant him rizq from sources he cannot imagine. Where is it coming from? Istighfar. Because istighfar is not something that is just, by the way, it has a very deep effect. If a person holds on to this istighfar deeply, sincerely, he outwardly feels, outwardly feels, and this is the deception of shaitan, outwardly feels that certain things in my life, I can't get out of this. This is impossible. Certain things that I am not doing, impossible that I am going to be able to now start doing it. Some person believes that is a deception of shaitan, because shaitan doesn't want him to get to it. If a person feels that this exam is coming, there is no way that I am going to pass this exam. A person has got an exam, he's in school, whatever, and now beforehand he has decided in his mind that there is no way I am going to be able to pass this exam. Now when he's already made that decision within himself, number one, he's not going to study anymore, he's not going to burn the midnight oil for anything, what's the point now? He's not even going to make dua for him passing. Because he's already brought this belief within his heart that this is close to me now. There's no way I'm going to pass. So likewise, shaitan brings this deception in the heart. There's no way I can ever wake up for fajr. It's a lost case. This is, this is a close thing to me. So when he already has decided there's no way he can wake up for fajr, he will never try. He won't even make dua for that. He won't make any effort for it. He won't discuss it with anybody. He won't take any suggestions or help from someone. He's decided for himself, this is out of the question for me. Somebody is unfortunately involved in zina. And the person comes and says, look, I know whatever it is, but you can tell me what you want to. This is something that is out of the question for me, trying to stay out of this. That's the deception of shaitan. What Allah Ta'ala has made such a terrible crime. 
person is saying, Nauzubillah, Allah Ta'ala made something haram, which is impossible for me to refrain from. So Allah Ta'ala has, Nauzubillah, placed such a thing on me, which I am not capable of doing. What a, what a terrible uh, accusation against Allah Ta'ala this is. But this is the deception of shaitan. A person who holds on to this istighfar very deeply, and very, very sincerely, this istighfar will bring about that embarrassment within his heart, in front of Allah Ta'ala. It will bring that sense of shame. Every day, I'm repenting from this, every day I'm seeking forgiveness, and every day back to the same thing. How am I going to carry on like this? Now the time has come for me to now move on, to now make a sincere effort to get out of this evil, to make a sincere effort to start fulfilling those obligations of deen. Whether a person has that true uh, drive within him or not, but with the sincere istighfar, provided it is there, it is sincere, it is regular, it is constant, this istighfar will bring that day. This istighfar will bring that effect. And it will make him start moving in the right direction. It will make him want to start giving up all the sins and evils. So Nabi Islam is giving us this great emphasis. Allah Ta'ala will give him a way out of a solution out of every problem. And remove all his griefs and worries. And Allah Ta'ala will give him sustenance from sources he cannot imagine. And the various other benefits of istighfar, there are numerous benefits, many many kitabs are available with all these things. These are things that we should be adhering to. The least is that every day, at least minimum hundred times a day, we make istighfar sincerely. Very sincerely istighfar. We ask Allah Ta'ala for everything. We want all the, not only what is for today, we want our risk for 20 years from now also, we ask for it today. <coughs> Allah Ta'ala didn't ask us for tomorrow's ibadat also today. And despite that, that Allah Ta'ala didn't ask us for tomorrow's things, Allah Ta'ala gives us a risk, gives us a sustenance. We are asking for 50 years ahead, but we haven't yet made amends for the 50 years that have passed. We haven't yet made any peace with Allah Ta'ala in terms of all the deeds that we have done that have displeased Him. We are already asking for 50 years in advance also. So now this is an istighfar that starts making amends for the past. It starts at least clearing this mountain of sin. And that rahmat of Allah Ta'ala will start coming. Because this blessings and this rahmat of Allah Ta'ala is ready to descend. But a person is standing inside a tent and it's pouring outside. I'm standing inside this tent. So as a result of being inside this tent, he remains as dry as ever. Whereas he's pouring outside. So likewise, we have covered ourselves in this tent of sins. So when the Rahmat is pouring also, we remain as dry as ever. Because of this tent of sins of us. With this istighfar, sincere, dedicated istighfar, deep down from our hearts. With this constant istighfar, we will come out of this tent of sins. And remove this tent from above ourselves. As a result, the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala will reach us. Those obligations of deen that seem that impossibility will not just become possible, will become a pleasure. Refraining from those evils which seem an impossibility will not just become a possibility. A person will be like somebody who was carrying a whole load of, huge load on his head of heavy rocks. And now finally he managed to throw it off. How relieved he feels. He feels that this burden is gone. The barakat of this istighfar will bring that day when this burden of sins will be gone. 
And a person will not just be feeling that how to stop, he'll be feeling so relieved and happy about it. He won't be feeling like he's missing out on anything. So all this will come with this very simple amal, istighfar. There are those who make istighfar thousands of times daily. At least we start off with hundred times and astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. That shortest formula of istighfar, hundred times won't even take us two minutes. Two minutes we can dedicate, we can stay with complete concentration and over and above that as much as we can while walking, while driving, while busy with our work. How long every now and again, every few minutes to say five times istighfar. Every few minutes to say ten times istighfar. What went out of, what, what, what did we lose? But how much did we gain? We lost nothing and gained dunya and akhirah. Allah wa ta'ala give us all the tawheed. Wa akhirah da'wana alhamdulillah.